And welcome. G'day, g'day, g'day. How the bloody hell are you, mate? Welcome to episode number 176 of the Average Man Podcast. I think that's called Paper Twins, that song. Just a cruisy little sort of folk number to bring us in. Been listening to a little bit of folk the last few days, so I thought, why not bring it in with that? Could have chosen an Australian song, I suppose, considering it was Australia Day, the Friday just gone. Happy Australia Day to all you legends out there. If you don't know, now you know the average man is a supporter of Australia Day. Go to my Instagram or Facebook page and check out the clip I posted up there. It's about five minutes long, which is my take on it. You know, my take on it as an Aboriginal Australian, I, 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 and again, I apologise for using the word, I identify as an Aboriginal Australian and a white Australian, both sides of those, that coin are, you know, uh, I'm, it's my heritage and I'm proud of both both sides of it. Well, it's a bit loud. I hope you guys aren't getting a lot of feedback. I've got the caravan doors open again, getting some breeze through this sucker. And, you know, there's a little bit of traffic that goes past. I've got the podcast pop sitting next to me as well. I listened to last week's. So I didn't hear too much interference, anything that made it sort of hard to listen to. So I'm going to go with the same formula again this week. Um, as I mentioned, mate, we are, you know, Australia Day is a controversial thing these days, unfortunately. I don't think it should be. I think that the day is a significant day. We all know that the what it represents. We all know what it means. And it means different things to different people. And I think that... The people who are upset by the day should just be reclaiming the uh, what 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 it means to them, what it represents, because it should be should represent the fact that you know we're doing better than we have in the past. Um, let's not make this a place where we, we where we create another line of division. There's enough of those out there already. This is the day that we're supposed to be celebrating the us as a country all together. You know what I mean? And um, it's 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 like the song the song by the. Oh, I'm going to have to try and find it while I'm talking to you now. I should have had this ready to go. It's like the song, I think the original was by The Seekers. Um, I am, we are, you, I am, you are, we are Australian. Um, and, and, oops, now it's playing in the background. And there's some, some good lyrics in this song. Um, you know, look, the first verse talks about Aboriginal Australian. Um, I come from the dream time, from the dusty red soil plains, on the ancient heart, the keeper of the flames. I stood upon the rocky shore, I watched the tall ships come for 40,000 years, I've been the first Australian. Then I come upon the prison ships bound by iron chains, I've worked the land, endured the lash and waited for the rains. I'm a settler, I'm a farmer's wife on a dry and barren run, a convict and a free man, I became Australia. Australian. It's, it's, it's about all of us, mate, you know? Um, then the chorus, you know, uh, embodies how I, f- how I feel about this country as well. Um, where are we? Um, we are one, but we are many. And from all the lands on earth we come. We share a dream and sing with one voice. I am, you are, we bloody well are Australian. You know, that's, that's what it's all about, mate. I actually think that should be our fucking anthem, national anthem. Um, my opinion, I think it embodies the the spirit in which I think that day is 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 meant to be used for. 
let's talk about what happened. Let's talk about who used to be here. Let's talk about the horrible things that have happened in the past and have been happening to Aboriginal people for a long, long time and the, and the fact that we're trying to fix those things. There's a lot of naysayers out there who will say we're not doing enough. They're looking to the government to solve their problem. There's your problem right there. Stop fucking looking to the government to solve your problems, mate. We need to solve our own problems. We need to work together. Leaders of communities need to get back into the communities and start at the grassroots ground level. There's a lot of lost causes uh, in the world and in this country and in this discussion particularly. So let's start with the kids, mate. Get them in school. Make sure they go to school. Get that alcohol abuse you know, um, it's never going to get you're never going to get rid of it. It's it's prevalent in every community, but get it down to a manageable, uh, you know, level, mate. Get get it's 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 becoming part of the culture. Get it out of there. Get rid of the sexual abuse. These kids are getting sexually abused and and it's being swept under the rug or dealt with, you know, by the communities, and it's not fucking working. So protect the kids. Get them in the schools. Minimize the abuse. Make sure education's at the top of the list. Let's stop carrying a chip on our shoulder. Let's work to fucking gather to to make sure the next generation coming up are better than this one and then they continue to work with the generation below them and they get a little bit better and they get a little bit better and they get a little bit better. It's the way it's fucking done, mate. It always has been done like that successfully. It's the only way to be done. You're going to stand there and ask the government to fucking solve a problem for you. You are doomed. The cause is doomed. Fucking fresh take. Stop asking for shit and get to work yourself. You know my opinion on it. You know my opinion on The Voice. I had a, 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 a bit of a monologue on that as well. Um, and I just think that's the way to go, mate. It's, it's also – I know I'm using some strong language here. I'm passionate. But I don't mean to belittle other people's opinion or point of view. I, I just think that they haven't taken a step back from it and looked at it in a different light. People, they have an opinion and, a, and, a, and what they think is right and what they think needs to be done, and they're just charging full steam ahead trying to sort of force that to be um, – kind of trying to force that, that, that path on other people instead of going, you know what, maybe we can pivot here and actually come up with some sort of meaningful – um, you know, discussion. We can have some sort of meaningful discussion and get somewhere with this damn, this damn, you know, issue because it is a huge issue and it's on multi levels and it's you know and it's it's uh, multi generational and and I really do believe that the 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 way forward, the way to fix the problem is is grassroots people in the communities doing more than is already being done, like really concerted effort to do those things I mentioned earlier on. That's just a little bit of an opening rant on Australia Day, mate. I think that, you know, most of us want to do the right thing by others, by each other, by, by the planet, you know what I mean? We're all trying to do the right thing here. Most of us are trying to do the right thing here. Some people just have a misguided uh, approach um, of of what they're doing and the right way to do things. It's like you know those people who are trying to save the planet, right? By we all want to save the planet. Fuck, we all want to save the planet, right? But we have a different opinion on how to get there, right? You know that there's those people who try to save the planet by doing shit like buying green products. You know, buying brown pa- baking paper at shops or products that have the word green something rather on the packaging, and you know they feel like they're making a difference. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 meanwhile, China has 1,142 odd coal plants, 
kicking along and Australia is still shipping clean coal to them to supplement their energy needs as well. And we think by you're saving the planet by only using four square, squares of toilet paper. You've you, you got to think again, mate. You are not saving the planet. You're just not cleaning your ass properly. You know, it's going to be hard to enjoy the environment with no friends because you smell like shit now, isn't it, mate? You know, <laughs> just kidding, mate. I'm just kidding. But it's, you know, you know what I mean? I see a lot of this green stuff and, and, and it's, I feel like a lot of this preys on people's emotions, guilt and shame and, and fear and, and, and there's a lot of crazy people out there with voices in the conversation as well. Like there's, a mate sent me a clip the other day of a lady talking about ecocide. So ecocide is, you know, harm against the environment. That's what they're calling it, you know, homicide. Um, you, you know, you've got homicide, then you have ecocide. And it's like this, the lady was saying making money, farming, Fishing, creating energy is like homicide against the environment. And it's like, now I don't know who this lady is, but I do know that she's an idiot. And I could tell even she knew she was full of shit somewhere during that little rant of hers when she said something about making energy is, is, is homicide against the environment. It's like, do you understand how the world works? Because you, uh, f- you're at a conference, you got there using, you know, powered by fuel, you, you, your video is being recorded on cell phones that are all powered by, you know, by, by these fossil fuels and, and you know, you've, you got the, what's the, what, cobalt, the cobalt that's mined for the, for the batteries and shit in all of our phones. It's all, it's all horrible shit. The way they get it's horrible. Um, you know, billionaires who are going to the World, World Economic, Economic Forum are flying around on private jets and shit and, and we're told... That 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 we need to we need to, to to cut our emissions. You know, it's like a it's just an industry, the green industry, the green policies. It's an industry that's been put together, and it's mostly bullshit. It's mostly marketing, you know, and a lot of catchphrasing and pandering to certain demographic. And 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 I think it's largely largely to blame why this country is so damn expensive to live these days, mate. I mean, they've built an industry around this green future green this and green that and it's we the consumer who pay the bill it's not the corporations it's not the government you know and behind the curtain we continue to supplement china with coal while at the same time closing our own coal plants you know we're not saving the planet we're just costing australians more money and who can afford all this all this shit you know like our fuel through the roof food through the roof accommodation you guys know this. It's through the roof. Flights to get anywhere. Fucking so expensive. Electricity costs. So expensive. This country has never been harder to save and get ahead in than it is right now. And there's no signs of course correcting. Not with the same two-party system we've been stuck with for all these years. And I just think that there's got to be big changes moving forward. And we are head, like just running headfirst down the, the wrong path. Puppy scratching her neck there. You're a loud little podcast, Papa. Yeah, let me take that collar off for you. Can't have you clinking around the background, hun. Um, you know, it's it's very frustrating to, for me to watch, and I and I and I see a lot of the people who who have been used uh, as pawns in the in this game, you know, and it's good people typically who are trying to do the right thing. A couple of motorbikes out there, jeez, that's loud. 
Um, it's good people, generally speaking, who, who are being used as pawns because they're playing on their guilt and shame, as I mentioned before. And I just think the things that they try and make us do that cost us money are, are not fixing the issues, you know. And we've got guys like Bill Gates out there trying to push, you know, um, getting rid of meat and using these fake meat and factory-made meat and, and, and buying up, meanwhile, buying up huge swaths of land for agricultural purposes. And we know that monocrop agriculture is destroying the topsoil and eventually the environment more than anything else. But they will lie to you through your teeth and just say that it's cows farting that's fucking ruining the ozone layer. It's, it's not true. There's, there's a lot of science that goes into this. has been shown to be not true. Um, you know, I, I saw an article pop up on Facebook today or yesterday that said something about home gardeners, people growing their own vegetables in their own yard have a larger... Um, you know, uh, footprint um, on the environment, a larger carbon footprint than than traditional, um, you know, like factory farming and stuff. It's just like, the, where do they get this shit? Where do they get this shit? Complete, complete horseshit. While we're here, I might play a, a quick clip if I can pull it up. I put this on my f- Instagram page the other day. And it's an interview with Tucker Carlson and Brett Weinstein. And this is just the last minute of the interview. And while he's talking about it, he's got a bunch of different people's faces sort of coming across the screen um, as he's talking about the the people who are on the the people who are engineering this direction that we're all sort of going in. He's got like people like you know. Uh, uh, Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and I think Justin Trudeau's on there and there's a bunch of these guys these global elitists who are there pushing their agenda and then he starts talking about the people that are fighting back and he's got all these guys who are you know who are kind of are waking up to this type of thing now and these these forward thinkers you know real critical thinkers and, and, and people who are coming to prominence in our in our societies and it's cool to, to see someone like Brett Weinstein's take on the whole situation. And I'll, just, I'll play you the little clip now um, in case you didn't catch it on the Instagram feed. So let me just give me a second. Put aside the obvious danger to their ability to earn and maybe to their lives of saying what needs to be said, then we greatly outnumber those we are pitted against. They are ferociously powerful, but I would also point out this interesting error. So I call the force that we're up against Goliath, just so I remember what the battle is. Goliath made a terrible mistake, and it made it most egregiously during COVID, which is it took all of the competent people, to all of the courageous, and it shoved them out of the institutions where they were hanging on and it created in so doing the dream team created every player you could possibly want on your team to fight some historic battle against a terrible evil all of those people are now at least somewhat awake they've now been picked on by the same enemy and yeah all right we're outgunned it has a tremendous amount of power but but we've got all of the people who know how to think so I hate to say it, or maybe I like to say it, but I don't think it's a slam dunk, but I like our odds. 
that clip, mate, you should definitely check out the actual clip and you see all the, the visuals that go with it as well. But that just that sense that sense tingles down my spine, mate. To to be in a position and like he highlighted in that monologue there that that a lot of this was realised for us during COVID, you know, the extent of where we're at. Um, I don't know about all these Sunday drivers, eh? Getting loud in the background there. But there's, there's, there's something going on, okay? And I think that at this point, if you don't realise that, that there's actually a concerted effort to move things in the direction that they're going and it's on multiple fronts, then if you don't, if you don't realise that, then that, I would say to you that you are, you are being used as a pawn in the game and you're completely unaware of it. For people who just think, ah, it doesn't affect my life that much, I used to think the same thing. I never got involved in political discussions and, or intrigue because I thought it doesn't really affect my life. I just go about my life, do what I want to do anyway, and they can fucking have their little games in the background and I don't really care. And then COVID hit, and I mean, it affected all of our lives greatly, hugely. Who was in power, the way they think, the power, the amount of power that they have, those things affected our lives greatly. And it was a huge moment of awakening for myself and for many others where we went, where we went holy shit, this is... These people have far more power than we realised, far more reach than we realised, and we don't quite understand why or who or how, but there's, there's entities working together to string all these things together against us to control us and to make money off us, you know, to control the individual's... Uh, in such a way that they can make more money off us, there's definitely a concerted effort to go to the to to that. And and you know I'm, I'm not going to go too far down that rabbit hole. I've ranted over many of these different things before in the past about pharmaceutical companies and the general health of the populations. And then you're starting to talk about you know cost of living and and fuel, um, how we power the country. You know like what we're choosing to technology, what technologies we're choosing to. Um, to to kind of spend our our time and resources in um, to, to 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 power the, the country and what the the um, ramifications of that are to the average person like this this all these things seem to be tied in together and I just think if we keep our heads in the sand and don't talk about it then that's just the easy way for these other people to win and. If you think it's a big conspiracy theory and there's not a group of, you know, there's not a big cabal of people in the background somewhere who are conspiring to create as much wealth and gain as much control over people as they can. If you don't think that's happening then because it's some sort of conspiracy, I would say you just have a very short memory because life as it has been for the last hundred years, you know, it really hasn't been like that throughout history at any other time. It's, it's almost as though they created a system in the democratic system that for a period of time thrived and was so well uh, executed, life, the quality of life for the people in it became so good and so high and, you know, there were so many routes to really having a good, successful 
life and making you know and bettering yourself, moving forward from one station to another. It's almost as though that that got out of hand or that became too too empowering for the people in the system and slowly some of the laws that kept us in check started to break down and then when you got the the arrival of the internet and widespread data sharing and thought sharing it was all too much and the typical people who have put themselves in positions throughout history to control the masses you know for a long 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 time religion was the main way that large groups of people were controlled Religion and government were tied together and they used the religious uh, edict to control the way people thought. Um, that seems to not be as effective anymore and they have certainly come up with new ways to to control large groups of people. And it was proven during COVID how effective it is and how quickly it is and how much control that can be uh, uh, implemented over us as the general people if we're not aware of it we don't stand up and we just think we're too busy and it's not going to affect my life and it's that whole thing where if you're not standing up and saying something it's kind of like that thing where you see bullies at school you know bullying kids and it's it's like the kids who stand by and and see the bullying and don't do anything about it are as bad as the bully because they're allowing it to happen and this is the same kind of situation where you may not realize it but there are teams there are sides there are two completely different philosophies on life on a large scale pitted against each other right now and if you kind of got your head stuck in the sand you are empowering and favouring the side that has the power and has the momentum at the moment. Um, so you're being used as a pawn, essentially. So you know, I think it's, I think it's prudent for every everyone to. Oh, here's my lad coming in. Hold on a second. Let me pause this. What's up, dude? Um, can I get a Turkish delight? Yeah, they're in that drawer inside there. Okay, you can't come out here anymore, though. All right, buddy. I love you, buddy. Thanks, mate. See ya. <clears throat> I knew that was going to happen. It's probably going to be a fairly common part of the podcast moving forward now. You know, we're just living in one caravan. <laughs> the kids are going to be around. Sometimes they're going to stick their head in uh, while we're while I'm recording. So that's life. It's probably a good way for me to end that rant and move on from it anyway. But just, just you know, it's something that's very important to me and... I know it's like people roll their eyes and don't want to hear it, don't want to go down that train. And I'm not the kind of bloke that will sit around when we're having a beer and, and you know, face-to-face and talk about this shit. I'm not going to sit there and talk people's ears off and lecture them and, and just be that person that can't get off it and just, talk, you know, talk about something different. But when I'm on the, the podcast here, I believe it's something that's it, – it's. I believe it's a good time to bring it up and to talk about it. Got a little bit of, you know, floor time, if you will. Um so it's not not a bad idea to bring it up and just kind of plant those thoughts in people's minds and say, hey, if you're not following along what's going on, just open, like, just just have a look. Have a look and try and connect some of the dots for yourself. Do you know? There's a few questions that you can ask yourself to see is this all bullshit or is there something going on? Um, I'll start with health. Are we Are we healthy? as a society because we've got this such advanced medical science and, you know, we know so much about the body and there's so many resources and so many products and, um, you know, out there to enhance your health and to make it 
easy to live and eat healthy and effect, you know and and uh, um, efficiently that you got to ask yourself this is what is considered mainstream advice on how to eat you know like are we healthy are we as healthy as we were 50 years ago as a species and i don't think you could answer yes honestly to that um When it comes to things like drugs and alcohol, um, do you believe the laws that are in place are put there to protect you and I or solely to protect you and I? Because you've got to ask, that there's so many things that we're just used to because it's always been that way that you kind of don't consider them when you're thinking about these things quite often. And people tend to roll their eyes when you bring these up, which is weird because it's such an obvious it's like smoking gun. Do they really care about your health? Is that what it's about? Because they have allowed us to buy cigarettes um, and they've taxed that and made a lot of money on it. They, the governments, the corporations involved, have made huge amounts of money and have been allowed to sell us cigarettes you know, forever and we know how bad they are for you. One of the worst things for you. And alcohol. I drink alcohol, but it's terrible for us. They tax it and they sell it to you and they let you drink it. Um, you know, and again, they make money on it by taxing us. Th- there's so many studies around these things. It's, uh, opiates, like the, the pain pills, you know, uh, Oxycontin and, and, and all that sort of shit, codeine and all that stuff. It's, it kills people. It's, it straight out kills people more than any other drug there is. Yet it's, it's, it's one of the, the drugs that is, is used widely in the medical um, in medical fields to treat, you know, um, p- pain in particular. Um, and then the things that really don't kill people, like weed, like mushrooms, like acid, um, those things are, are, are illegal and have been legal for so long and people have spent their entire lives behind bars for, you know, being involved with some of those other drugs. So is it about your health, you know? And then, you know, and it gets further and further down the rabbit hole, you know, like all these different drugs that the pharmaceutical companies are selling us. Like if you actually scrape behind the, underneath the surface a little bit and figure out, well, you know, they're gonna, not going to sell us things that are dangerous. We all know that little spiel, uh, you know, at the end of a, when you hear about a new drug and there's that little, like, like that list of side, possible side effects, they're horrific side effects. And we all know people who've had terrible experiences on ph- pharmaceutical prescription drugs. And when you scratch under the surface a little bit, there's there's some hor- horrible stories about how these things get approved and to to, to be safe to use, you know, taken to market. They they the, the pharmaceutical companies themselves have control over the studies. They can they can cherry pick the studies that they want to use, and then they can provide their analysis of those cherry picked studies to the governing bodies when they when they come to do their own independent research into whether a drug's safe or not. So essentially, they just pick what they want find the studies that work for them, and analyse those studies themselves and then provide their analysed paperwork of the studies to the governing bodies like the FDA and the TGA to um, approve these things for, for, for use in open market. It's, it's really, 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 really corrupt. And again, I don't want to do, go too far down the rabbit hole. You know, I'm not an expert in any of these things. I, I certainly couldn't sit here and talk about it at length in detail for, for too long without getting myself lost. 
But what I do know from listening to multiple different people speak on these things, um, you know, for in quite, you know, uh, at, at quite length, um, and 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 they have tied a lot of these things together for me. I can comfortably say that there's a concerted effort um, from specific people who 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 are you know in cahoots together with corporations and government bodies to control us and um, and make money off us uh, basically um, as an as a as a result of the control they they're able to <clears throat> to have over us so that's something for you guys to look into there man I've probably spent too long talking about that already um but it's just you know <sighs> If we keep doing the same things, we can only expect the same results, which is for the quality of life to get you know worse and worse continually. Um, it's time for some big changes. That's my opinion. There's people that know far more about this stuff than me. I would point you to Senator Malcolm Roberts. You can go check out his YouTube or Facebook or Instagram page, and he's got just dozens and dozens of clips. You don't have to agree with everything the guy says, but he makes a lot of good points, and he's got his finger on the pulse with a lot of this stuff, and he can point out you know, actual things that are happening in the background that we may or may not know about already um, that you may or may not be uh, on board with. And it's good to know about these things and at least form your own decisions rather than just assuming people are doing the right thing and everything is hunky-dory. That's all I'm going to – that's all I That's all I really need to say about that one. Probably dragged it out a little bit too long. Apologies. So what's on for me this week? Well, this will be the first week in a few that I'm not working, got no work on this week. It hasn't really kicked in for me. It hasn't sunk in for me that I'm not going back to work in Headland yet, you know. I've been doing a bit of work for myself and enjoying that. I just I don't have to participate in the BHP games at work anymore, and that is so nice. That is so nice. I was, I was so sick of listening to those Muppets, pandering to those Muppets, com- constantly compromising my values to deal with those people and, you know, to pretend that these Muppets run the site when they don't. It's not a mine site. The way mining works is the mine, the mines manager is in control of the mine and everything that happens on that mine. They own all the utilities on there, electricity and the water, and, and, and they are in control of everything that happens on that mine and anything that goes wrong on that mine, they're completely liable for as well. When it comes to a construction site, the primary contractor assumes control of the site when it becomes a construction site and they are then in control of the site and they are also responsible for the site. But when you deal with BHP, they cannot get that through their head and they cannot get out of the way and they insist on running our work sites, us as the primary contractor, our work sites as if it was a mine site. And they, 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 they tell themselves that they are in control of the job site. We weren't able to start work on our job sites until a BHP representative came out, read, approved, and signed off on our JHA. The client, the client, this is the client, right? Telling us that we're, we're good to start work. They're not tradesmen. They don't know anything about how to do the fucking job, but they're there to tell us if it's safe or not for us to start on our building site doing our work, right? These people have only just just last year decided that all workers, um, I, th- I think it's across the board, but specifically on any of their construction sites, need to have a construction card, a blue card or a white card. Yet no shit 
We have had construction cards since the dawn of time in construction. It's it's fucking nothing new to us. Now to ask us, do you guys all have construction cards? Because it's a new PHP rule that everyone needs. Yeah, man, we fucking have construction cards because we're in construction. We're in, and you're not. You don't know what you're doing. You guys are in the way. You are creating drama for us to waste time on, trying so hard to make themselves feel important and coming up with these fucking just over-the-top safety rules. In the last year I was working up there, I didn't work for BHP, I worked for another company and we contracted to BHP doing their housing maintenance and stuff. They banned, which they have no right or authority to do, banned the use of Stanley knives on on our fucking construction sites because some dude somewhere in another town cut himself you know, this is the kind of people I had to deal with day in, day out, man. And it, I, I will never, ever, ever again get myself in a situation where I'm in any way, shape or form tied to the mining industry. My life is going in a completely different direction now and it, it's not in the direction where those fools are. I don't agree with the the... You know, the ethos of those companies, you know, just everyone is just a number. They really just, they have a, a public facade that they put out there, but they really just, it's all just about production, just pulling as much resource out of the ground as they can and making as much money as they can. And every single person is expendable. Um, it's not how I want to live my life. And then the the, the politics that go goes on at the... You know, at the, the you know on the ground is is disgusting. They have specifically BHP have bred a culture of um, fear and um, you know like um, backstabbing into the into the work culture. Man, it's like they look over each other's shoulders and they all have to pretend to be someone else when they're in front of each other because they're afraid of saying the wrong thing and their workmate might use that as an opportunity to backstab them and, and you know, put in some sort of, you know, safety notification. they got all these different fucking technical codes for their safety, you know, uh, uh, breaches that they use and they could, someone could, you know, put a PL1 out or PL3 or a PL4 out against you and, get you suspended so they can shaft you for your position and and it's just a really really gross culture full of a lot of fake people all just shit scared to be who they really are and it was horrible to be around it was gross on one of our building sites here's a little just a little example for you about how ridiculous it can get we had the some of their knobs come out one morning to inspect our site and basically see if we're doing everything by the book and just check it for safety. And they do uh, field leadership, they call it. They come out and they, they ask all the boys a few questions about what can hurt them, what can kill them, what risks are there that we're dealing with today, what controls do we have in place. And it's like an interview and there's specific answers you have to give to give, to give them the right answers in the right language so they understand it, so they can be happy enough to fuck off and leave your line to do your job. Right, and again, they don't have any right. They don't can't even come on site without our permission. But you know, we let them believe that they are in control of these sites, so that we can continue to get work through them. So they come out one morning, asking all these fucking questions about the heights, gear, and this and that. And we was it was quarter past seven. The boys had just got there to site. No, yeah, it was seven o'clock. The boys had just got there to site. They were still setting up, still getting tools out of their out of their utes and whatnot. And this guy goes, because the power was off to the house, that the stairwell looked a little bit dark. 
And they said, no worries, we're going to put a light at the bottom of the stairwell and light that up when we start working. He goes, oh, okay, no worries. Then he goes and proceeds to take a photo of the stairwell. And then when he leaves site, doesn't say anything to any of the boys, he leaves site, sends a bunch of emails, puts in what he called a PL3, which is a safety breach, because the boys were working in a poorly lit stairwell and it was trying to get our job scrutinised or shut down to make himself look good. This is the kind of fucking knob that you have to deal with when you're dealing with BHP. And this was the kind of bullshit drama I had to think about on a day-to-day basis and mitigate just so the boys could do their job, which is we're there to build shit, fix shit. And these clowns are walking around taking photos of fucking staircases on jobs uh, where the boys haven't even started working yet to try and make out like they're there making the world safer and keeping these fucking cowboys in check. And it's just, that is one, one small example of something that would happen on a day-to-day-to-day-to-day basis on multiple different sites. So many different people with their fingers in the pie and they're asking these stupid fucking questions and it just was soul-draining, man. And I'm so glad I'm away from that. I don't ever have to go back there. I will never go back to that. Fuck that. I knew what I wanted to do. Um, I knew that. I didn't voice these kind of complaints when I was working there. I just bottled it all up, stuffed it down in a deep, dark corner of my soul somewhere and just, just wedged it underneath a rock and let it sit there. Because I'd made a decision to be there for a certain amount of time to, to, to get to a certain financial point so we could do what we're doing now. And I had made that decision. So I'm a strong believer that if you're going to be in a situation, you've made the decision to stay somewhere, then you just shut the fuck up and you do the job. You do the thing. You don't bitch and moan about it, complain, drag your feet and you know jump up and down and make noise. That's how they run shit. If you don't like it, you leave. If you've decided you're not going to leave, you're going to stay and do the job, then you shut the fuck up and you do the best job that you can do, right? And that's what I did. I did the best job I could fucking do. And by all accounts, I did a fucking good job. But it was it cost me. It cost me a lot, you know. And I'm still kind of mentally recovering from that now. And it was really, as I said before, compromising my values on a day-to-day basis so much. It was hard to remember who the fuck I am and be myself and be free and be open and just let my hair down and just talk and just say what I want to say. And I was so bottled up and so buttoned down and had to be this persona, you know, for the job, which again, I'd made that decision to do. I'm not bitching and moaning and complaining about that, but I am so relieved to be out of there, man. And I will never put myself in that position again. I can tell you that right now. This is a bit of a scary time for us right now, mate, because this is where the rubber meets the road. We've left fucking Port Edelin, both unemployed, and we're going to travel around the country and essentially spend all of our fucking money (laughs) traveling and, you know, homeschooling the kids. And I've really been waiting for this time to put, you know, all my creative energies into the podcast, into the, you know, the Instagram, and I'll kind of revive the YouTube channel a little bit as well. And I really have a lot of things I want to do with this podcast, and it starts with growing it. But that's been on a a snail pace, the growth. So I really need to bump up the numbers this year. And because I would love to get to a point where this can supplement my income, and I don't have to go back to work full time at the end of this year, you know, or, or mid next year. 
I don't know how that's going to go. Three, if I could get to a point where I could do three days of of you know work as a as a you know carpenter or builder a week, you know, and then spend the other four days of a week doing the podcast, spending time with family, following my hobbies and passions, and that would be a, a, a such a, a more balanced life for me. I don't have a problem with work, and I enjoy the work, but to not have to do it so much that it dries up all my other time and energy. Would be would be a really good way to, to live the next ten years of my life. So we'll see, mate. This is a this is a scary time, as I said, and and, and to, only time will tell, mate. You know, so gonna give it a damn good crack. I do feel like I am still in recovery mode from the last few years of being drained and just sort of you know getting used to being a free man again. So there's obviously you don't want to go too far with the freedom side of things and just become sort of lost in the wind so I am developing my own routine and disciplines and things like that that that, that, that I'm adhering to that's going to give my life some sort of structure and that's off to a good start man it's off to a bloody good start especially with you would have probably seen if you watched the Instagram at all some of my um, my training videos that I've been putting up and the, the the kettlebell stuff is going really well I'm getting good workouts I'm enjoying it this is a new exercise I can add to a, a workout every time I do it and different variations and it's 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 such a much more functional strength you know like it's it's about your legs and your core and then maneuvering around with an uneven object which is much more like what you do in, in real everyday life and I've just been really enjoying it man so I've made a few modifications to the chin up bar on the back of the caravan which is in full um, use at the moment so the, the, the chin up bar I have to do a little video for that eventually the little chin up bar that spins out it's got its own leg that um, you know that comes off the back of the caravan I've drilled an eyelet through the middle of that where I've got a pulley system hooked up so I can do like pulley um, exercises with my kettlebells um, and I've got some other like, I'm not sure what you call them, like they're like adjustable sort of, they're not, they're kind of like Olympic rings, but they're, they're not a ring, they're a little handheld thing. Um, adjustable ones are those that hang off the, the um, chin-up bar as well. I can do like rows on and dips and a few other different exercises. So I've got like a, a good little mobile gym. I can do heaps of work and I get, I'm getting good exercise, like good workouts in. They go for about an hour, probably an hour and a half, most of my workouts now, which is nice to have a bit of extra time as well. Um, you know, settling into that, and then I'm going to have to probably get up a bit earlier and make some adjustments again once the school year officially starts in a week or so. Um, but just for now, mate, it's it's things are going things are going well. You know, they are. I am definitely keen to get the hell out of Perth and get on the road. But the things that are the things that are being put into place are, are going well. So that's good. That's fucking good. It's it's a, it's a different life, man. It's a different life living in a caravan and. Just having so much extra time now. Like I'm busy. I've always got things on, but I can always find some time to do the things I want to do, which is bloody great, man. And you know, as I've said, life on the beachfront here, you can hear it is busy, mate. There's a beautiful breeze coming through. It is great motivation out the front for the van workouts as well, because there's people constantly walking past, running and walking with their dogs and stuff. So you see people, you get energy off that. You get, you know, energy from other people. Yeah, there's a little part of me that rages sometimes when I walk around this suburb and I see some of the wanky types here and, you know, parading around the suburb like they bloody own the joint. I was made in this suburb. I was made in this bloody suburb when these guys were all somewhere else. Half of them were in England still. When I was going out partying, smoking bongs, chasing girls, skating, getting arrested, this suburb was my 
you know, you know, uh, my, my childhood and teenage year playground, mate. Um, they don't even know. The people live here don't even bloody know. But, you know, times change and I've changed and the place has changed and it is what it is now. Really nice to be staying here, though, and bloody well enjoying it. And um, Yeah, man, I just there's a lot, a lot going on, a lot to consider and 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 yeah one of those large things is the 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 elephant in the room that's 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 currently looming would be the fact that we're gonna start homeschooling not tomorrow but the monday after so homeschooling the kids is imminent got a couple of conversations with like my sister this week who's homeschooled her kids for like 10 years and my mum as well this week who's a teacher get a few ideas and try and get a bit of a game plan together. It's real last minute, real, you know, we're, we're, we're with a company who send us curriculum and, and give us support and stuff like that. So we're not just winging it, but we are winging it. So we'll, we'll see how that all plans out. Hopefully they don't turn the kids into retards. No, nah, I'm sure we'll be fine. I'm sure we'll be fine. Look, I'm going to go out with one uh, song that I've been vibing on this week. Um, by the Crow Boys called Where Did I Go Wrong good folk song I'm going to play this one go out for you so I appreciate you guys listening following along tell your fucking mates about it bro or girlfriend tell your mates about it girlfriend come on let's get the numbers up um, I watch you know I know how many people listen and it is going up which is good but you know steady 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 the, the Instagram page as well if you use Instagram fuck just go give me a follow share share my posts to your other friends as well get them to, to come along click up that number needs to get up man it's not even a thousand yet it's it's. I need to get over the thousand marks and I, can, I think we can start growing a lot quicker once we get over a thousand on there Facebook's over a thousand Instagram's just not and it, I just don't know why it's taken so long I put a lot of fucking work into that Instagram page because I believe that once I get more people over there I can send them this away to the podcast that's my my plan, it's not working yet, but I'm sticking to it. So, Crow Boys, where did I go wrong? How, how fitting uh, for that to finish on that note. Um, here we go, man. I'm just going to get it G'd up and we'll play it and get the hell out of here. Charming Bacon helped to buy her dreams. Look down at the money I made. The government took it all away, so I... Crash my car on the corner, stuck a lighter up from the store there. Shrug my shoulders to the wind. When I found out where my money was going, I smoked my first cigarette. Stressing over politics. Do we really know what's going on? We too 
job at 17 Trying to make enough to buy her dreams Look down at the money I made The government took it all away I go.